Hey, it's Rocky again. Um, one other thing that we constantly forget to mention, and I really want to drive this home because, you know, engagement is a real big thing in the just digital landscape. I wanted to let everyone know that if you want to interact with us, leave us messages that we can then incorporate into the show. Um, you can always do that through the Anchor app because that is our current host for the podcast. So if you go to anchor.fm, you can get some more information there. You can download the app from there and um, you subscribe to the podcast through there if you want. And uh, it gives you the ability to actually like connect and leave a message and then we can listen to your messages and answer them on the podcast, incorporate them into the podcast, you know, little things like that. Additionally, Anchor now has listener support. So you, the listeners, can help your one of your favorite podcasts continue to grow and thrive and, you know, just do the damn thing. So if you go through Anchor, which we kind of want to navigate more people in there, because, again, it'll add a level a level of interactivity into the show. So that's a, a thing I'm pushing for. And I constantly want to get you know, just a quick mention of it in the episode and that doesn't always seem to happen. So I'm taking a moment to do it now. So check us out again, anchor.fm. Thanks. And we're back coming to you from Parts Unknown. Once again, these are your hosts. Rocky. And Rick. Um, so this is a... We'll just talk about some new stuff this week. I think we have two weeks is the TLC. Yeah, I think it was... They said uh, two sat uh, from another Sunday, whatever. A week from that, this Sunday coming up. So yeah, two weeks. And it feels really close. Like the... They're like four weeks, six weeks apart. I know, but it feels like we just had one. Like uh-huh. two weeks ago. But I think it was the whole... Uh, Crown Jewel, Evolution, Survivor Series. Yes, like those were pretty. Like, uh, I mean, the legit real sequential Survivor Series was last weekend. Yeah, it's a Thanksgiving tradition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and it is four weeks until yeah, yeah, the next one, which is what it used to be anyway. It was like yeah, four yeah. Weeks, four weeks, four well, weeks. once they switched back to yes. the traditional twelve pay per view a month, not counting Crown Jewel, not counting Evolution. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't broadcast Starcade again, right? It was just a house show. No, it's on. I think it was on Monday. They replayed it. Like you could watch it. Supposedly, it's like really on the network. Bad. Yeah, I, I think looked on the network. I didn't see it. I thought they added it on Monday or something or Sunday. Could I could have been. Looking I heard it was like bad or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, I know there were people missing from it. Rollins even tweeted it. Yeah, or maybe that was a different. No, Rollins show. was on Starcade. He no, no, no. He tweeted that he's like, no Brian, no Brock, no Ronda. Well, no he was Becky. saying they aren't on the Starcade show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. he basically is pulling the weight of the show, and he had a cage match with Ambrose. And I thought Brian was on the Starcade. No, it was AJ versus Samojo. Yeah, and he was Ambrose in the steel cage. Those are the two steel cages. Anyway, um, so we'll talk about the thing uh, that's been talked about since like last week that we didn't touch on was the AEW stuff. The all um. Elite, all elite wrestling. Uh, it was just trademarks filed. People were flipping out about it. It was after like literally the Survivor Series pay per view, I think, which was like the the shit of it. And I was like, you know, it was a shitty thing, especially with the Raw on Monday. But um, it was all elite got trademarked, all out got trademarked, all all out like event, uh, all in double or nothing or all elite double or nothing. And then I think another thing got trademarked. So it was like four things. They even have the logos for them got trademarked. But so people are flipping out. The thing is that just because it got trademarked doesn't mean shit. 
Right. Uh, you so still need a TV deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You still need a TV. And that's according to everyone, which I would assume too, in my head, it is the hardest thing to do because who, you know, a lot of people don't want to have wrestling on TV. Uh, but I know they, I think the person that's giving them the money, I forgot his name, but I think he's the, is he the owner of the Panthers or the Jaguars? I think the Florida Jaguars, something like that. Jacksonville. Jacksonville Jaguars. Yes. I don't know if that's who you're talking about. He is the, I think he's the, the owner of it or he's the son of it. But yes, and he runs this like uh, accounting company and something like that. But he's got a lot of money and he's funding it. And that's like his project. But he's he's loved wrestling forever. He was at PWG and stuff like that. He goes all these crazy things. So he's really into wrestling. Um, but um, no one knows who's part of it. You know, there's that whole thing when it came out a while ago that the Young Bucks, Cody and all that were trying to start their own wrestling Mm-hmm. thing there was that whole rumor of it was going to be jr and uh, jericho were going to do the uh, commentary i don't know if you ever saw that uh we we touched on it really or i touched on it really briefly at the end of last week yeah and they uh that uh there was an article in progressing sheet that was downplaying well they've denied it but why would yeah, you yeah, not yeah. deny something like that anyway if it is true but that was like this rumor that came out even before the all elite wrestling thing i think it was like i think in october when this thing like like hey there's a rumor that they made doing this thing but so who knows? Um, even still, even if it happened, it ain't going to happen in 2019 unless they get a TV deal. It's a nice thing to know, but there's a lot of stuff that can happen. You know, I mean, if it is the young bucks, which obviously why would it be called all elite? You know, I mean, it's all them. I mean, they can still go to WWE. They can still not. There's a lot of weird factors because like what happens if, if I'm a WWE and I don't want this ever to happen and I want these guys, I offer them like, you know, fucking $20 million, like boom, you know, cause they had that kind of money to throw around anyway. They have these crazy fucking deals with Fox and everything. Why not throw around a God knows how much money, ungodly amount of money to be like, you come with me. And then, yeah, I can understand you have like a moral high ground, like, Hey, it's my wrestling federation. I could do it, but $20 million, let's say that's a lot. You know, that's like one of those, I mean, this is a once in a lifetime thing. That's also a once in a lifetime thing. There's a lot of weird factors that can come into it. You never fucking know, but uh, who the fuck knows? You 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 have no idea what can happen. I mean, it could just be trademarking the shit just to fucking trademark it no. and hold it. Because it is, like I said, and a lot of people have said, the hardest thing is to get a TV deal. You know, it took, I mean, what is it? Global Force Wrestling right. still doesn't have a TV, but they yeah. do They do shows. The Vegas shows? Yeah. And fucking... Um, a few weeks ago, I was wondering about that. NWA, right? Yeah, NWA doesn't have a TV deal, and they still do fucking wrestling shows. Well, what a lot of people have been doing now, like House of Hardcore, is the move to Twitch. But to stream I, the show on Twitch instead is, of having TV. Yes, but like you don't have... The, the, the House of Hardcore thing is only comes up once every couple months. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I have them uh, followed on Twitch. on Twitch and they never show up. It was only like on the WrestleMania weekend and some other shit. Yeah, th- well, I think they do like local shows. They just don't stream those. Yes. Like well, they're like possibly quarterly, maybe biannual. That'd be like, like one of those. Pay-per-views things. or I, quote-unquote iPay-per-views on Twitch. But like... I know Impact does it too. AAA does it now on Twitch. Well, yeah, Impact does it, but Impact has TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And same thing with MLW. MLW has TV too. They're the only two and Ring of Honor, but Ring of Honor is like in its own certain areas. Uh, but um, it's 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 an interesting thing, but it's not something to go like nuts for. When I first heard, it, I was like, "Well, that's crazy." But then when I heard the stuff, it's like, "Oh yeah, you need a TV deal." And I was like, "Oh yeah." Well, to get anywhere substantial, yeah, because you ain't gonna do shit. You can be just a random indie fed, but there's so many like, what's the fucking point of having your own with your name on it? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it ain't gonna do anything. Um. 
so that was like the big news of like last week of like mm-hmm. the big thing that happened after Survivor Series. The one like glimmer of hope that everyone thought when it was just the whole shitstorm of the shitty ass Raw and then the fucking Survivor Series that we had the shitty thing. Um, so the news for this week is Walter. He's a German wrestler, big German wrestler. He's He's really awesome. Have you ever seen one of his matches? No. There's I one don't them- watch too much WXW unless it's on Botchmania. Botchmania. There's one recent one I think you watch online. It's Walter against Osprey. That's really good. There's a really good one. I think it's from PWG of Walter, uh, Keith Lee, and I think it's... Is it Osprey or someone? Is it Matt or- Riddle? Yes, it's Matt Riddle, and they oh, do I that weird that triple, triple suplex. German suplex. Yes. Yeah, Matt Riddle like almost lands on his feet, but like just like brr, collapses. Yeah. I saw that, a German, gif of yeah. that. Yeah, that was from PWG. Yeah. I actually yeah, saw that double match. German. Yeah, uh, he's really cool. It's imagine. I was wondering who that dude was in the middle. That's Walter. Uh, I think he's like six something. He just wears shooter short trunks, boots. Big German dude. All he does is fucking chop you, slap the fuck out of you, and throw you around. Just, just brawl. Yeah, he just manhandles you. And he's just really good manhandling. He looks like he's just, he has no emotion. He's like, he, he looks like he's like Dan Severn. He's just a big guy that's going to destroy you. And um, so he works a lot of Germany. He doesn't come to America a lot. He doesn't do Japan. He does Europe only because he wants to live in Germany. And that was a big thing according to him signing for a WWE deal. He's going to do the WWE uh, UK or the Germany or whatever they're going to do over there when Trips wants to do the weird like territories for mm-hmm. the different NXTs. He came, I think, last year to WrestleMania weekend and he wrestled here. There was a match in one of the things when it was Keith Lee and him. I think they did like a rant, not together, but I think they was in that weird um, fan access when they do those like in like Tony Storm came in and all that mm-hmm. stuff like when they weren't part of WWE. Um, so the whole thing is, is that he originally never signed because he wants to stay in Germany. He just wants to live there doesn't want to leave he wants to just deal with that he has his family there and he likes it there uh that's why supposedly new japan wanted him but he didn't want to he didn't want to go even if it's like i think it's like two months out of his time he just didn't care about it he'll do like one-off shows and stuff so he'll probably show up for like a takeover or something but they got him because they said you can still work and just stay in germany and we just need you for that you know that's whatever it. works man so you, you could probably see him pop up. Maybe they just, you know, if you got to film him for TV, you know, he just needs to be there for whatever. He doesn't want to move to Orlando. It. Just do it and go back home and do a takeover. Boom. I mean, it makes more sense, though, for him, if anything, to be like a bigger name on UK. Yes. And just fly to UK for tapings every however often they do tapings. And then that's and it. like once every four months or like it's whenever a takeover shows up. That's how long tapings last. Because UK now announced that they have a takeover. Yeah, show, yeah, yeah. So which is now the second takeover, right? Yeah, because they had the first one. No, they don't have a takeover. This is the first takeover. Is it? Blackpool. Yeah, yeah, because it's returning where the tournament was. The tournament was. was. Okay. Oh, yeah, I can say that. And then the last thing was the the second year of the tournament earlier this year. All right. The UK tournament. That was a two-night deal also. Yeah. Um, So this can segue into the other UK thing. Uh, The whole WWE uh, locking down all its UK talent from not doing anything. Did you see that? Mm Mm-hmm. So when the UK talent first got signed, like Trent Seven, Tyler Bate, and um, Pete Dunn, and all those guys that they brought over, uh, who's the other guy with Oni Lorcan? I forgot his tag team partner. Oh, um, Birch. Yeah, yeah. Anthony Birch, right, or something? No, no. it's um. I was gonna say Tommy. Tommy Birch. No, goddamn it. What Whatever Birch. Yeah. I forgot his name. Yes. All those guys, uh, even Legero, all those dudes. Um, they originally could. Danny Birch. Danny Birch. They the whole thought was when it first rolled around, they were told, like, you couldn't wrestle 
Like, well, they said that you could, you were able to wrestle whatever indie scene you wanted. It didn't matter. You just they couldn't just be on you sub- for dates. Yes. Well, originally they said you can be, you couldn't do anything that had a strong TV presence. Right. So they were doing like Which, basically uh, just World of Sport. Yes, uh, they did uh, WXW, uh, IC, whatever wrestling, ICW, um, and then the other one, the Time Progress, the super yeah. tiny fucking ring. Well, all European rings, or Rev Pro, Rev Pro, and Progress. Yeah, they're all tiny as fuck anyway. <laughs> European wrestling's weird. It's a fucking the size of your bedroom. Um, uh, so they could do that. Then they changed it because someone got injured. That you cannot do any dates a week ahead of time or two weeks ahead of time before like a taping or a big show that we need you on. Like when we, so we can strip cause you can't be injured now. So they were still able to do like WXW evolve, all that stuff. Like all the European guys could wrestle like Will Ospreay. They did shit like that. Yeah. Now well, Will Ospreay isn't anything, but I mean like he, like you could wrestle someone that's yeah, not yeah. part of our federation. And the, just the one thing was that, um, they originally had it where you could lose. It didn't matter. But now this whole thing that's happening is that they lock down all the European guys that's saying that you can't wrestle for anything unless they're affiliated with a WWE right. system, which would be Progress, RevPro, ICW, and WXW, and I think maybe one more? Well, here, uh, w- while you're on that, uh-huh. I pulled up the Pro Wrestling Sheet article from, I think just a few days ago, the 26th or two days ago as of this recording. Uh, it says, talent will... I'm sorry, I'm skipping... Says according to a report from Russell Talk, several members of the NXT UK roster were offered new contracts this weekend following the TV tapings in Liverpool. The new higher paying deals yeah, allegedly prevent talent from working for any non WWE affiliated independent wrestling companies. Talent will still, however, be allowed to work with affiliated companies like Progress, ICW, and WXW. As you may recall, R- William Regal told members of the press at the UK launch that there would be no restrictions on talent. This is what, two years ago? About? Yeah, when, when they had that shit, maybe yeah, three yeah. years ago, I think. And yeah. this move wasn't uh, WWE being the big bad wolf who'd come into town, blah, 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 That's blah. what they said, yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah, that's the gist of it, right? What you're saying about this. But uh, there is a follow-up separate article that says, Pete Dunne responds to a reaction over NXT UK contract restrictions. In a simple tweet, he wrote, British wrestling is safe. We'll continue to grow. The talent pool is deep. Your favorite wrestlers are achieving goals and taking steps in their career. Don't believe everything you read. Brit Russ is alive and well. So it felt like kind of a weird non-answer. Well, yeah. So they did get the pay, the increase in pay for, mm-hmm. for locking them down. I heard that if they wrestle, say, like a Will Ospreay comes because he made a tweet. I can go into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't. It can't be filmed or something like that. Like if they wrestle them, they can't lose to them. Like it's like a weird thing. And you can't have that on your show, like be recorded. Like you can't have someone else from the other federation. And, uh, and Will Ospreay wrote in a tweet that said, um, who, who can I still wrestle in Europe or something like that? It was something he said, who am I allowed oh. to wrestle in the UK now? And then Ricochet, as much as I love Ricochet, sometimes he's a, he is a big WWE mark even before he's like, yeah, yeah. just fucking join us, bro. Or something. Just, just like join that. the team, bro. Just join the team, bro. Yeah. So I don't know. Osprey is never going to come over, but that's fine. Uh, uh, what the fuck is that? Is that Tommy? What? No. Oh, that's Neville. that's Neville. Oh, okay. Speaking of Neville, did you see? Um, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, that's what's happening. I'll I'll talk about frustrated Neville. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so that's 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 what's happening with the whole WWE UK. I mean, yeah, Pete uh, Pete Dunn. You know, all those guys are are, are taking steps. And where I mean, I. All he knew about Pete Dunne in the indie European scene. I never saw a match until he got signed with WWE. That WWE UK tournament, he was fucking awesome. Who, Neville? No, Dunne. Oh, Dunne, Dunne, sorry. Yeah, yeah. And now Dunne is like all over TakeOver. He's a fucking massive star. He was even on Raw that one time when they were in Europe. And I mean, but that was in Europe, so everyone fucking knew who he was. 
Uh, I I will tell you this. I'm really in a fucking WWE game, and I played him. (laughs) I'm really glad that I like I caught him by complete accident when uh, Well Culture was doing their wrestling show on YouTube, and what stuck out because he didn't have the hair he had the shorter hair before it was just he had the the daniel bryan color burgundy uh-huh. and the fact that his shit was the bruiser weight yes and i was just like that's a cute name uh and then like i finished watching whatever match i i like i came in the middle of mm-hmm. like I, I just started watching it in the middle of it and uh i was like man this dude's pretty good and then i would see him pop up on little things here and there sometimes like on on uh, botch mania but he wasn't botching but it, he was in the match where botches happen mm-hmm. uh and then the tournament came around. And I was like, I was like, yo, that's my guy. And he was even better on the tournament being like the super heel. That was a huge baby face. Yeah. It's hilarious. It's because he's, he's got to fight the heels. <laughs> but but I, I feel fortunate to have at least caught a little piece of it. Not that I'm going to be like, oh, I was on it before or anything. But, you know, it's nice to be like, hey, I know that guy. Yeah. And he's done a thing. And I mean, whatever, like <laughs> say what you want. But WWE gives you national like international yeah international like view and pete dunn is now massive i mean he's in their fucking game dude like being in a video game is also it's like a crazy thing you know and there's a toy of you you know so he's international presence is fucking pete dunn he has a wwe shirt and shit it's it's fucking nuts i mean not saying he couldn't have a national presence like people in new japan i mean kenny omega has a fucking international presence dude yes yeah but it's like, just because it's, he's become what he has. Yeah. The 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 divide between Well, yeah, only like who do people know? Possibly Pete Dunn. Yeah, to Kenny. And Kenny Omega is still pretty like that's a big dearth in just the amount of people that can be reached by Pete Dunn versus Kenny Omega. Well, I I also will take it back because out of everyone I guess in New Japan, Kenny Well, Kenny's strictly from New Japan. I'm not saying Young Bucks were known from Ring of Honor before, but I'll put like Kenny is the widest known person because he's like everywhere. Yeah. He's like in Evo and, you know, he's now an uh, advertiser for Razor. Like he's national right. presence. I mean, Okada's probably up there, but not like Kenny level because Okada is like one of the, he is, the, in my opinion, the greatest wrestler right now. So his, the shit that overall, yeah. yes, the shit he's done put him to that level that people know. That's what happened with Kenny. But since Kenny can speak English, he's everywhere. Yes. You know, and him, his name is one of those like let's pay this guy a gajillion dollars anyway so that's the uk scene it's pretty it's 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 a crazy thing um you know and triple h i know he wants to do these all these territories and stuff whatever you know he's got a super for the business and he takeovers and nxc is you know is very good so uh so you had the picture of neville so neville he he doesn't have a, an instagram he said it's fake um but he has the facebook and he has a snapchat and recently had like a weird AMA on his snap, I think, or on Instagram. I don't know, because it was one of those, the bars on the top, or it could have been snap with the clock. He had people ask him questions and someone asked him about Enzo if he legit like hates him. Mm-hmm. And he says, I don't hate Enzo, uh, but I got upset when pretty much the gist of it is I got upset that I jobbed to Enzo and I don't believe I should have jobbed to him. That's why I left when there's people much better talent and I'm jobbing to someone who doesn't deserve to be in, put in his position. Mm-hmm. And I felt disrespected. And that's literally what it was. And he's like, I don't hate the guy. I just don't think he should have been where he was put in. And he's like, and I jobbed to him and I didn't believe with my skill set, I should be jobbing to right. of all people. I mean, I, everybody agreed at the time. Yeah. So now he's just an angry and he's like, what do you want to do? And it's like, be the biggest bastard ever. Um, it's interesting. He's never, that dude's never going to come back to WWE unless it's like one of those things where 
he does his stuff in Dragon Gate. He somehow shows up in New Japan. Who knows when? And then, like, he's just made a crazy name for himself on doing whatever, and they can bring him back to NXT, and he can go roughshod there, because I think he'd be shitty on the main roster, and the 205 is just a fucking, uh, what's it called? Purgatory. And if I were him and they'd offer me a thing, it's like, no, don't put me on 205. It's like, put me on NXT, and I can do awesome matches there with great people, but I ain't going back to that shit show. You know? I just saw a thing on Reddit that apparently uh, Tyler Breeze was on NXT. Probably a dark match or whatever. Yeah, but. he was on the he was on one of the shows because uh, what's his name? Dango's been injured. Yeah, uh, this was like, like I think last month they had like a dark match. Like, well, uh, yeah, not I think dark this match. is a new one. Though. It was like a house show, and he well one of the loops, and he was just there. yeah, like a live. Same thing with like when the Cesaro came around and stuff. Like right, that, right, so. right. Yeah, for Cashizona. Um. So yeah, that's the Neville thing. So um, <clears throat> what else? So now the Raw was atrocious, like fucking <laughs> horrendous, bad. <laughs> Like, it was it was pretty like boring as fuck and just really bad i think uh according to what i heard it was an hour worth of baron corbin on television Ugh, i think it was bad. 25 minutes of him being the outside guy and then 30 minutes of him in the ring um yeah just horrendous piece of shit now they're all gone uh like everyone's injured i mean roman's got cancer braun had bone spurs um you know i got to see dolph and drew as much as i love them wrestle their actual like someone tweeted it's a, their 17th match um i mean uh seth yes yeah, seth and seth and dolph yeah what's up how do you feel about speaking since we're on raw uh the weird shift now to lashley drew and corbin well because they're who else is, all the big bad guys are gone yeah but that's such a unnecessary There's, team up well it's just the big beef guys it's, that are it's, just corbin it's like, is stupid it well it's the worst version of the authority yes well i mean at least it's the authority with no authority well, yeah, but I, hey, at least Drew can work and he's fucking awesome. And, and Lashley's really good when he needs to be put on. Yeah, it's just um, with Braun gone and Roman gone, they need main event like dudes. Yeah, but I mean, I think the the, the thing about Drew, right, because, you know, Vince is doing the Vince thing where Drew is just like, bring on all the huge guys. Right. And well, it's like, Drew I don't is think, huge anyway. I know, but I don't think you need that because Drew is the kind of like good, you know, multi-versed person where you can put them up against anybody just put them up against good people and have good matches mm-hmm. like it doesn't have to be like a seth or anything like that uh you know because seth should, i guess is the next big contender whenever well, whenever drew beats brock which will happen i assume uh and if everybody or most people are still injured then it'll be well seth next because Braun has that weird like push non-push thing happening yeah because Braun was gonna be the one to obviously take the title. Yep. Because now Roman's gone, so we let's put it on Braun. Because they don't have a... Because Braun is a bad guy, but he's back to being a face. Mm-hmm. But he's with the bad dudes. But they beat him up, so now when he yeah, come back, anymore, he'll, be, yeah. he'll be a face. So then they can use that for him to fight fucking Brock, and he'll take it. Because it's been logically building up to fucking Drew versus Braun. Like, I mean, Drew, like I've said it every week, is fucking mega protected. That guy never takes any hits. I mean, it's fine. I love Drew. Drew's fucking awesome. But um, it's just, it's just whatever, man. Fucking fuck Baron Corbin. <laughs> like, there's a lot of fucking stupid ass. The, the fucking AOPP. I mean, they didn't PP, but did you, the whole pissing on Bobby Roode's fucking robe? No. The tag match, the tag title match was. Oh, a joke. is that is that it's what I AOP saw? and Gable and and Rude? Is that what I like? I saw just a picture of Drake Maverick with yes. his back turned to the camera well, during the match. So he was peeing on the robe. The the, the Titan Tron kicks on. The baby faces are fucking aghast, and it's Drake Maverick 
peeing on Bobby Roode's robe. And that's how the heels win. God, I hate life. <laughs> oh, my God. And then the, the first match was that weird. Well, not the first match, but that other one, that weird Lucha House Party rules against the Revival. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it. Like, oh. I saw that. I saw that they I turned on the TV okay. or I, I put the TV back on. Uh, it was in the first hour. Then, and, this Lucha House Party match. and I see Lucha House Party. I saw them coming out and they cut the commercial. So I see them there and the Revival is cutting a promo walking down the ramp. Yes. And Lucha House Party, I assume based on prior instruction, is putting their pinatas in the ring. And I was like, nope, done. Jumps back to whatever. No, they're just sending it down. So Lucha, you don't know their weird rule. They have the Lucha House Party rule. Yeah, it's three on two. Yes, which originally Renee, God bless her, man, Renee's turning into the worst person ever. I don't know if you listen to her commentary. Uh, Yeah, I think that she's just she's pulling up a lame wagon because Corey's awesome. Uh And unfortunately, Cole is Cole. And Renee is the be- lead. Renee is becoming a Cole, where she just says dumb stuff, right? Well, like just randomly, and it's like, right. But I think I think it's <clears throat> part of the problem is that you have Cole there, and he has like these very trite Cole things that he does, and you have to kind of work around it, so you can't really be like innovative or you know anything. I think the best Renee moments are usually when she has like a decent banter with Graves. But usually it's not related to anything that's happening in the mm-hmm. ring. So then you're like, well, somebody should be paying attention to what's happening in this ring. She takes but, it on good authority, man. Yeah, well, yeah. Kurt uh, Hawkins, man, he's a that's also, that, student of the game. That's where that's where it sounds the most genuine. You know what I mean? Even though I did, I, I kind of liked when, the you know, they're like, what has Dean Ambrose done? And she was like, I don't know. They ask her that every week. I and know. it's like, bitch, you are married to the man. What is going on? And it just makes me think, it's like, is she going to go heal? Like, why does That's she keep I'm thinking saying, but it doesn't matter because she just goes, ha 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 ha. And then one show, I think, I think it was last week. Cole just kept like pressuring her. And, and she's like, no, I don't know. I don't know. And it's like, well, in this one, she, she was just like, look, we get home. We don't talk about work or whatever the fuck she said. <laughs> she's like, I don't know what goes on in his head. Like done point blank that's, period. Full I know, stop. but that's so funny. It's like, how do you not? Your man is hey, fucking man, crazy. Stephanie bro. Triple H, bro. It happens all the no, time. No, they're both evil. Yeah, no, but there was a point where <laughs> Stephanie is like, she has no idea what Triple H is doing or what he's going through. Yeah, that was that bullshit where he was just he was in the limo the whole time. That was that joke when he, the window rolled down. No, 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 it wasn't even that one. This was like a few years that ago. Was, no, that was no, that was the authority. Well, that was when he was fighting Seth, and he's like, I don't know what he's doing. And he or was something. Like, yeah, some shit. It was like the that. Seth thing. That was, but she like. They're evil. That's like pure evil. <laughs> they can do what they want. Renee is just like, it's just a sound like a dumb story. It's like, yeah, man, my husband just talks about shit and says this guy, you know what? You got to pay for what you did in the shield. Look at Roman. He's got cancer. You know, it's like, how do you not know what your husband's doing, dude? I'd be like, honey, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, just sometimes, you know, I just get fucking upset. Um, But so the Lucha House Party rule, it was like. It is that. But like Renee originally said, it's like the Freebird rule. And she said it like twice. She didn't say it this week, but it's like, I don't think they understand what the Freebird rule is. Freebird rule is, is what the New Day the does. Three, right. Yes. The, what they're doing is fucking handicap matches. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like the baby face. And then this match had no semblance of anything. No logic, no psychology. No one tagged in. It's just like, who's ever in the ring does like the moves, bro. Like they well, all three just started doing moves and they were just going crazy. And <laughs> oh, they all did their finish. And then I think it was like two like, weeks ago. Who is legal? And Cole's like, is he even legal? And she's like, it's Lucha House Party Rules. And it's like, <laughs> two what? weeks ago. That, but the two weeks ago happened also. Where like, again, Lucha House Party versus a revival. And all of a sudden it's just like one move, one move. 
Mascara Dorada comes in. He does his shit. He uh-huh. gets the pin, but he was never tagged. Yeah, he was just, the- and referee just one, two, three. It's over. Yeah. Also, the poor revival. I know, man. I know. They will never be revived from this ever again. No, nope, they're fucking. They're at least they're not off TV like Ascension. Yeah, they're destroyed. Yes, it's it's yeah. The Lucha House Party thing is like WCW levels of like late nineties WCW levels of bad. I mean ninety nine two thousands Russo era. It's just fucking atrocious. Um, I was gonna say that at least the Lucha thing follows the old WCW logic of like Luchadors don't need tagging, man. No, they just eventually reorganize themselves back into a corner like everybody else. It's it's whatever. All the 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 raw was horrendous. I think there's the Naya thing was so goddamn it with the uh, was I didn't see it. Okay, Naya comes out with Facebreaker Tamina. Hashtag Facebreaker. Trying to say cringy ass dialogue about Facebreaker, trying to get people to boo her. They kind of boo, and then she says stuff, and no one has reactions. She's talking shit, and Ronda comes out and said she's going to break off Charlotte's arm and then beat Naya with it. Yeah, she has like shit. Her makeup's kind of fucked up. It looks like she has pink eye um, on both eyes. And then Naya and her get in an argument, and then she wants to challenge Naya. Like, let's fight right now. And Naya's like, ha, oh, no. And then out of nowhere, uh, Natty comes out to make a save. I think she's getting attacked. And then I forgot what it is in the end, the riot squad show up, but the riot squad are wizards. No one knows how they showed up. It's not like they cut and you see them running. It's Naya. And then you cut back and then they're, they're just there beating them up. Like they they must have, Natalia starts coming down from the ring. And the moment her music kicked on, they must have stopped, started running at the same time. So the camera never caught them. It just showed Natalia, Rhonda, Naya back to Rhonda. And she's getting beat up by the fucking riot squad. And everyone yelled at the moment the camera turned. It was like, where the fuck did these girls come from? They were fucking magicians. Hilarious. They get beat up. Natalia beats them up. Rana pushes them back. And then the segment ends without Naya accepting the fight. Naya and Tamina are in the ring standing. Ronda and Natalia are in front of the ring, staring up at them. On the ramp is the Riot Squad staring back. And that's the end of the segment. Like, (laughs) what? Why aren't the heels like attacking? They just walk off and they let the girls go. It's like, what the fuck is happening? I saw this picture that they posted online. Maybe that's how they were like hidden in the crowd. I guess, but no, but they were like full, like in their gear and everything. They just just hidden. I mean, they had to rip it and hop. Like, actually, that was today. Never mind. Um, so man, that happened. I think there was one other thing I was gonna say that was just atrocious that happened. Hmm. Uh, anyway, Raw was just fucking pitiful. Bad. It it has. Oh, I see it. Yeah, you see, then they just show up. They're like fucking wizards. Like, where did they come from? Bam, Boom! Yeah, and then it's like, where the fuck did they show up from? Hilarious. Um, so then, uh, I mean, that's in a raw. Like, raw is just whatever. As much as I love Drew and you know, and oh, they were under the ring. I saw that picture also. Oh, they were under the ring. Okay, that's what happened then. Okay, all right. Because they just you saw a facet cut, and they were just there. They weren't anywhere in that shot. Uh, and then, so now we have SmackDown, which I mean, I think is better. All right. I didn't see any of this. So hit me. Uh, AJ showed back up. He talked a lot of shit to Brian. He's going to face him at TLC. I heard that. Watch his belt. I read that. Uh, Charlotte, you saw the beginning of Charlotte and Becky. Is that on her thing? Just live. You only spank once. Hey, bro. Uh, Charlotte and Becky, they had their argument. Paige comes out and then like, uh, they're like, oh, you're going to have your match at TLC. And then like the squad of all the heel women come out. And they're like, why do they get to have their match when Charlotte's just, you know, back again and it's just all the other women we get a better chance to fight. And she's like, oh, you got a good point. And then the squad of all the, the good women come out, led by the glow. And then everyone starts chanting Asuka and Asuka dances. 
And then they're like, all right, why don't we get Death it? Let's break. And then, um, so Paige says, you know, the end is a, is a battle royale match for whoever wins. Uh, becomes, oh, they get the shot. Gets joined in the TLC match. Right. So that's what happened. Asuka wins at the end. It was legit down to Asuka and... One of the Iconics? Uh, no, um, Sonya Deville. And I was like, oh my God, they're going to give it to Sonya Deville. <laughs> and they're going to make her knock Asuka over the ring. But no, Asuka beats her. And then, so now Asuka's in it. So now that's going to be very, I mean, the match, was, the match is already going to be good. But that's yeah. going to be a very good match now. Even though it's a fucking gimmick central one. But their last match was the gimmick central one. Uh, Charlotte and Becky. And that was really good. That was very good. Uh, so yeah, Daniel and uh, fucking Brian. Daniel, Brian, uh, AJ and Brian are going to have their match. Um, and then did, you, you didn't see the Jeff Hardy thing. Nope. Jeff Hardy had this weird fake retirement thing, but it wasn't because everyone thought he was going to retire. But it was like his 20th anniversary of being. Yeah, I heard Samojo came out. Yeah, it was really funny. Samojo's music came. Oh, that's right. The that's whole right. audience parted. Samojo showed up, said all the shit, talked smack, and Shane's like, yeah, yeah, you can't say that shit. And he's like, yeah. And Jeff's like, no, let him. He can't bring me down. He's like, yeah, bitch. Well, doesn't, from what I quickly read, doesn't Samojo like bring up all of his like dark, dirty laundry? He more or less shit? calls him a fucking alcoholic, dude. <laughs> He's like, oh, I was going to crack over some wine, but you know the problem about you and drinking, Jeff, and I don't think I want to pull you down that hole. And it's like, it's this okay. Like, uh, it's okay. All those footage that they showed you, you probably don't even remember any of that shit because you were just high. Like, all that shit. I was nice. like, holy fuck, dude. It's like the CM Punk Jericho Hall thing. Yeah, yeah. But he just fucking roasted him like, oh shit, you are a fucking druggie and an alcoholic. Um, also, someone put out a tweet that Joe has not won a pay-per-view match since, I think, uh, two years NXT. ago. Uh, no, I think it was two years ago. His first one in. Wow. When, uh, I forgot what it was, but he has not. He's been on a losing streak. He's just pay-per-view, lose, pay-per-view, lose, pay-per-view, pay-per-view. I mean, it's impressive that he can lose that much and people are still like, oh, shit. It's because he's Joe. fucking Joe. And also, yeah, they give him such shitty dialogue, but he makes it work because of how he approaches yeah. the dialogue. Uh, this is an interesting headline I just saw on uh, Reddit. According to WrestlingInc.com, uh, exclusive Fox wants Ronda Rousey on SmackDown in 2019. Of course, the, it's going to be the A show. It's yeah, going to be the big thing. They paid big bucks. The, However many million dollars. After WrestleMania, we'll probably have that shakeup and they'll move all the big top talent to fucking good, SmackDown. Good. Hopefully that doesn't ruin SmackDown. It probably will. I mean, you'll probably shift over Ronda. And I mean, maybe you can and shift Nikki over Bella. <laughs> uh, she's already in SmackDown. Oh, no, she's on Raw. She's on Raw. Raw. Um, was there anything else? Oh, yeah, the, uh, the, the use, uh, who's the tag team champions? There's new tag team champions. The bar lost, right? Yeah, the bar were the tag team champions. Who'd they lose to? The Usos. Nice. Yeah. The Usos. I think, yeah, the Usos won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I recall correctly, Nakamura was going to have a, an American the US oh, yeah, championship match, match right? and he just fucking booted Rusev in the head before it even started and fucking destroyed him. Just mm-hmm. kinshasa him all over. So they'll probably build up to something with him in that. Um, well, that's about it, really. Uh, SmackDown, the big story was AJ's coming for him. He's back. Nakamura's there. Charlotte can, uh, Becky can wrestle now. She's fucking mega cleared, uh, which is awesome. Nice. And so that's great. I'm kind of want the man shirt. I don't know what's on the back of it. But yeah, I, I kind of want that shirt. Oh, I see she has a new Titan Tron. Yeah, she still has the same music, but it says the man all over. Yeah, yeah. I wish she had new music. Well, I mean, no, you know, that's a heel thing. And she's now a tweener, so. I mean, uh, Tanahashi has that shitty new music. <laughs> Go Ace. <laughs> I don't hate Love it. Love Explosion. I, I forgot even how it goes. His previous music was great. The previous music, I can sing in my head. I'm doing it right now. His new music, I just know Go Ace. That's it. Go Ace. Uh, what was his whole music now? Go Ace. Dude. All I can think of is Nakamura's music. I mean, that's awesome too. Yeah. Uh, Subconscious. Yes. And now I'm singing the Suzuki song in my head, but I know that's a great song too. Um, 
So yeah, Con. that's what happens back out right here. What the Tanahashi song? This is Go Ace. No song. This is high energy. Oh yeah, it's the original one. Or the old one. Yeah, well. I don't know the one he had for like twenty five years. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. The one he had for fucking millennia. Until it's like, yeah, go ace, dude. And everyone's like, mm, I'm not feeling this, go ace. Uh, did we ever talk about that? Like the, the weird uh, changing of music? I mean, no. people don't or change maybe music. We did. People don't change music often. Especially in New Japan. Yeah, I mean, people have their fucking same song for God knows how long. I mean, WWE too, they just kind of changed like a little tonality of it. Yeah, to Stone Cold always had Unless the same. Seth Rollins. Stone Cold had always the same song. Yeah, but, but yeah, the it was the shit. And the, yeah, I mean, but it was still the. It was just a different inflection of it. Um, even though Undertaker, well, except when he went uh, American Badass. Well, well, that was a different Undertaker. Oh, man. That was legit Same American Badass. <laughs> he was still the Undertaker, dude. Come <laughs> he, was, on. he was the American Badass. I think that's what they announced. Fine, but he's the, the Undertaker, <laughs> the American Badass. Um. That's about that. NXT is uh, like the legit show. I think started last week. I don't know. Last week was um, no. It's this week is the first no. Episode. Last week was the I saw, yeah. I saw the Candice. Uh, fuck, would you wrestle? Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross. Yeah, yeah. Let's bring him in. Thank you, Nikki. Yo. Uh, this week is a legit real show. She's on point. Uh, so I mean, I think that's about it. It wraps up a lot. Uh, or my hate on Raw. It was what was the thing that you're like? Uh, you wanted to gauge my reaction on it from SmackDown. Oh, it was just the whole Oscar just in general. Thing. Yeah, what did you feel about? It? I mean, I want Oscar to be a champion for fuck's sake. Well, now she's back in a non-jokey position. Yeah, unfortunately though, goal. she's not going to win because why would you take the belt off of Becky right now? Oh, because it could be crazy. <laughs> I know, but that, that just because then like both the girls would go after spectacle her. for spectacle's sake. You know, yeah. and then, but then, you know, like the payoff to that is that Oscar's going to have to drop the title. And then we get into this whole Charlotte Sasha Banks situation again, where you just have like title flop for title flop sake. Mm-hmm. And that didn't, didn't do any of them any good. Mm-hmm. People just got tired of the flopping title. And much rather like Becky gets something closer to an AJ Styles run with the title that he had a year. Well, like maybe not a year because there's only so much for your women's division to do, but you know. Like something that cements her as a champion because her first title run is incredibly forgettable. As Becky, yeah, when they when they made SmackDown its own show, yeah, yeah. yeah. like um, it's great that she's first, but like Bliss had technically a better, more memorable title run than because it was longer and it was just Bliss is gone, boy. What do you mean? That concussion got her. Oh, she's the GM of all the women now. I know. Which I can bring up how stupid there was something that said, but go on, I'll bring it up afterwards. Uh, no, that was it though. Uh, like yeah. Bliss is just title reign, as I was saying, felt more impactful because it, it helped develop her character. Like this one is helping really cement this Becky character, this version of the Becky character. Yeah. So like, why would you, why would you impede that progress currently? Like eventually, it'll be fine for her to lose it, and then like, as the newly minted, really strong babyface that can still be like a Stone Cold character, chase again, but. You know, I mean, it's commitment to the the current kind of uh, direction the character's going in. That's true. I so, you. Oh, you were saying? Nothing. I was saying that Alexa... That was a stupid thing. Yeah, because she, she has a concussion. Which right. is, now it's mega because now she's the GM. Um, Cole or Renee 
Pingo's Cole asked, how can she be a GM when she's on the active oh, roster? Yeah, yeah. When <laughs> fucking Baron is on the goddamn active roster and yeah, no, puts I... himself constantly in matches. Like, and then weasels the way out of it. Yeah, what the fuck are you just... You're not supposed to listen to commentary on Raw. SmackDown's like whatever commentary, but Raw is atrocious. I mean, SmackDown is like baseline WWE commentary. But it's not current. Raw, raw annoying commentary. Though. No, yeah, Raw is terrible. Yeah. The worst part is, right, like, it was bad when JBL was on it. <laughs> then it was just like, all right, fine. You get Booker T. That was horrible. Also, rambling. So it's like, in. all right, we're gonna switch to Coach. Coach is a legitimate like broadcaster coach now. Coach is an idiot, dude. Yeah, but he's a legit broadcaster. You know what I mean? That was the 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 hope. Yeah. yeah because yeah. Booker T was just he's a rambling old guy who just yeah, says yeah. He just says things. He's like the r truth of commentary. But now Coach says really dumb things. Well, because Coach is like completely inept to the product at the moment. You'd think like, hey, I'm starting this new job, which is my old job, and I should familiarize myself with things. But he doesn't. So then like they take Coach off and they put Renee on, which is what everybody wants, but they don't give her shit to do. Yeah, and Renee, it makes it it is rubbing the paint off like the nice <laughs> the shiny, shiny Renee yeah, figure yeah. because Renee's nice. But now having her on commentary Everything is falling into place that Renee's not being good anymore. And it's not her fault, but it's just like, you need to go because you're sounding really dumb, like a lot of times and cringy and just like, ha ha, bumblebees. Like you just say like these, like, she's like, what's his name? Cory Booker from fucking uh, NXT. Is that his name? Cory Booker? Is it Cory? I I don't know. Wait, no, Cory Booker's that fucking... From NXT, there's... um, Tomorrow... Tomorrow, it's... <laughs> Cory Booker is the fucking uh, f- official to government. <laughs> the Democratic. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what the fuck is yeah, his name? Yeah, what's his name? I can't remember. Tra- uh, Go- uh, Perkins. Tracy, uh, isn't it... Uh, Tracy Watkins. Tracy Watkins, yes. I can't remember British dude's name right now. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I'm, I, and I'm only picturing him from fucking TNA when he was in Fortune. <laughs> Why can't I remember you know, his he, name? He does, he does the walls thing. The London uh, Colin move or whatever. Doesn't he do the fucking uh, move named after his name? I forgot what it is. I don't know anymore, dog. It's Tower of London or something. I don't know. I don't anyway, know his name. Anyway, so that's about that. Anyway. <laughs> so, yes, she's becoming really shitty. Yeah. Um, anyway, so once again, this has been your episode with your hosts, Rocky and Rick. Catch you next week. Bye.